Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815. It's been more than 15 years since the 2008 global financial crisis, and some economists say there are red flags signaling another possible recession in 2024. So... Are your finances ready? Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. Going to be a good show today, Philip. I just want to talk a little bit about the state of our economy and what we need to be uh, keeping an eye on. But I hope all is well with you and your family this week. I hope you guys are great. Hey, doing well. You know, uh, this uh, past weekend was uh, a lot of rain. Uh, we mm. just got wrenched around here for two days and uh so it's uh we're looking for some sunshine now for sure <laughs> yeah that's what uh yeah i think it, you know it's a, the sun sunshine state for a reason and we miss it when it's gone so uh it'll be good it'll be back <laughs> well we have two kinds of sunshine today the bright kind well, and the liquid kind that's true <laughs> that's true that's true a little bit of both you gotta get a balance here i guess of both well <laughs> Here's what I want to talk about today, uh, Philip. We won't try to do any uh, weather predictions, but maybe some economic predictions. I don't know. That might be just as just as Listen, that can be just as bad as the weather right? sometimes. You know, it's like you get <laughs> know. Them, hey, you you can be you know fifty percent is good, right? Fifty percent, yeah, I'm wrong. Absolutely. And and there is a, at least a, a couple of economists out there who are watching uh, the different conditions, and they say the U.S. has an 85 percent chance of going into a recession in 2024. This is actually the highest probability of a recession since the great financial crisis. So it, there are people who are thinking, hey, this this really could happen again this year. You know, it's it's interesting that you you bring that point out because it's um you know I haven't seen a lot of people on that bandwagon, but I've seen a couple, and I've even seen now where they're going back and comparing our current economy with 1999 and 2000 when they start overlaying the charts of the S and P 500, they're seeing a lot of semblances there. You said 2008. Well, we've got some semblances there, too, other than we really haven't hit a recession yet. But it is a presidential election year, just like it was yep. in 2008. So um going to be interesting to see how this plays out for the, the rest of this year, because we still got a ways to go. Yeah. Yeah. And and you brought up the election. I didn't. So I'm just going to say <laughs> you brought it up. So, you know, we don't have a crystal ball. We don't have a way to predict what will happen. But we do know a couple of things. One is, as you just mentioned, this is an election year. There's a lot of global unrest. There's a lot of headlines about conflict happening in other parts of the world. These things make people worry about their financial future. So, Philip, what do you tell people who want to be more confident with their finances, but there's so much that they're uncomfortable with or so uncertain about. Well, you know, it's interesting. I mean, one of the things that we do is don't panic, right? Don't don't panic yeah. because everybody says we've never been here before. But yet, if I look back over the last 20, 25 years, how many times people have said, oh, we've never done it like that before. We've never been here before. It's different this time. It's way different this time. And yet, 
we still have a bounce back and the market still continues to go up, even though it may have a dip, may have a couple years of downs. Um, ultimately, it's turned around so and, and come back up. So that's why I say don't panic. But probably even more important than that, Jen, is knowing where people are now, getting an analysis of their current situation to make sure they're they're where they need to be. And then the last thing is you need a plan. If yeah. you don't have a plan, then then you don't there's there's no way to build certainty in without a plan in place. And and that's what certainty really does or what a plan does. It really kind of creates that certainty uh, for folks to live by. All right. So a couple of things there. A good reminder, don't panic. I don't think anybody benefits when they're just scrambling and panicking. And then you said a couple other things about getting an analysis of your current situation and then creating a plan. So let's back up for a second and break those down. Talk about what that analysis looks like. You know, Jim, when I, when I look at things, it, it's not, think about it. A, a map does you no good if you don't know where you are. Right. Sure. It may tell you how to get somewhere, but if you don't know where the starting point, then there's no direction there. And a plan's kind of the same way. A plan isn't helpful if you don't know your current financial situation and where you are. And so our core retirement design really looks at several things. One, it dives deep into your portfolio to determine how much risk you have there. And we can even, what I call stress test it, Say, look, if you had that same portfolio in 2008, what would have happened? And we can look at that and say, well, here's what would have happened. You know, you would have been down by this much. Um, so it gives you that idea of, okay, here's what I can expect in a down market. Here's what I can expect in an up market. Um, so, so that's one. The second thing we look at is making sure that we have an income plan in place. Because if you know where your income's coming from month in and month out, well, you can weather the ups and downs of what's happening in the stock market because your income is secure. You know where it's coming from and you're good. And the last thing that we look at in our whole planning process is obviously, um, you know, taxes. We want to make sure that we're not paying too much in taxes in retirement. There's other things that we need to look at, right? It's not just where we are, but we need to look at our, our assets, our spending, our debt. All those things go into the process of determining what that plan looks like. Um, and, and so our core retirement design really walks you through that process. Love to, to sit down with you and walk you through that core retirement analysis. It's easy. It takes 30 minutes on the phone just to kind of calm, make sure you're on the right path. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863 863- 285-3815 to get started with your core retirement analysis. That number one more time, 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And I am Jen Rizak alongside, you know, as we talk a little bit about some of this uncertainty, I, I know, Philip, with this being an election year, some of that global unrest volatility in the markets. This is something that that people do tend to worry about when when you have these types of things going on in the world. How do you help people identify how much of their retirement savings is potentially at risk? 
Well, we have a, really a whole process we we walk through. We, we've got software that really kind of analyzes um, their current portfolio and determines the amount of risk that is there. Uh, and we use that same system to to analyze them and and come up with what their risk number is and and make sure they're comfortable with that number. Here's what that number means. Um, and, and so that really gives us an idea of how much risk they can take. And so that really is a starting point for our, our core retirement designs. Yeah, it, it just, it, it makes sense to try to get some answers there. And for people who are then concerned about losing too much money, what are some strategies to consider to help them preserve their savings if, if they do have that fear about being overexposed to risk or, or potentially losing too much? Well, there's different vehicles out there to use. <clears throat> One would be, I mean, CDs right now. They're paying a decent rate, um, short term anyway. So that would be an option. Uh, one of the options that, that we use sometimes is annuities. Annuities will give us um, some safety uh, within that portfolio. Now, there's different kinds of annuities. Not all annuities will work the way that I'm talking about right now. Some of them have a lot of risk, so you need to understand what type of annuity you're looking at and what you want that annuity to do for you. So, so there, you know, there's good and bad and you need to analyze and make sure it's going to do what you want it to do in your current circumstances. So you got to weigh the pros and cons of, of every one of those. So, so that's, um, that's a way uh, to, to do it. Money market accounts are paying pretty good right now. So, so there are different strategies out there to help people preserve assets right now. Yeah, absolutely. Talk a little bit about, Philip, your process for helping create that comprehensive retirement plan that considers things like preservation, also growth in, in the, the right way, and, and thinking about taxes as well. Walk us through that process. So we, we walk again through several different processes, but the first is determining the amount of risk you should have in your portfolio by by analyzing your questions and answers that we we go through. And then from there, uh, we walk through the process of diversification. So folks don't realize there's two types of diversification. One is I need to diversify or you need to diversify between, between principal protection and risk, market risk. Okay, so that's number one. That's one whole allocation. The second allocation we have to walk through is the, the amount of money we have in our risk bucket, how do we diversify that bucket? And so we walk through and determine the risk score we need to come up with. And we use all of those to, to kind of lay that out for folks. And then, and then we look at, you know, income tax risk. What does that look like? How can we minimize that for folks? And then obviously the income planning process, which is a big part of our core retirement design. And so, that's that's really the big part, Jen, that, that we walk through to, to make sure that that folks have the right amount of risk because you can have too much risk in your portfolio. But the other thing can happen, too. You can have not enough risk in your portfolio as well. So we, we want to make sure that the risk you have lines up with where it should be. Yeah, and, and I think that's a really important point. So many times we we worry about being overexposed to risk, but then when you look at things like inflation, uh, things like prices increasing over time, 
that's why it's important for us to have some sort of growth in. We we don't want to not have enough growth. We don't want to not be able to keep up with, with rising costs. So really, Philip, it's a balancing act. And that's really hard for the average person to get right on their own without help from someone like a retirement planner who does this every day. Well, that's right. It, it does take... Um... You know, professional help does come into play and it can be a big help for folks that, that don't understand all of this. You know, it'd be like, you know, somebody asking me to to read a piece of sheet music and, and I have no idea what those notes mean, right, or what I'm supposed to do with them. You know, it's no different here. And so we need to walk through that process with somebody that can can hold our hand and get us through to make sure that we don't run out of money at the most inconvenient time when we still have some life to live, we don't want to be short. Right. So tell us a little bit about how we can get started today. If we have questions about that core retirement design, if we have questions or concerns about some of these economic factors we've been talking about today. Jen, it's really simple. They can schedule a 30-minute, no-obligation phone consultation where we'll answer their questions and make sure that they're on the path to the retirement they always dreamed of. The number simple. It's 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. That number one more time, 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. More insights from Philip are coming up on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Do you actually read your financial statements or do they get tossed in a drawer and forgotten about? You could be making an expensive mistake by not taking the time to look at them. If you're paying high fees in your retirement portfolio, it could be costing you tens of thousands of dollars or more over your lifetime. Imagine the difference an extra $100,000 could make in your retirement. Statler Financial Services can help you uncover any hidden fees in your retirement accounts. Call today to schedule a time to talk about your situation. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. When you're close to retirement, every dollar matters. Would you like to know where your money is going? Find out what kind of fees you're really paying. Statler Financial Services can help. 863-285-3815. 863-285-3815. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Time to retire right. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Let's talk a little bit about some of the topics to put on your retirement planning list. Now, Philip, I I love lists. I love checklists. I'm one of those people who at the end of the day, if I did some things that weren't on my list, go ahead and put them on there just so I have the satisfaction of checking them off. (laughs) So (laughs) this is really up my alley when we start talking about our retirement plan list. But, you know, I, I don't know if this happens to you, Philip. Sometimes your your to-do list can get kind of out of control. It can get a little bit overwhelming, and then you just kind of check out and you shut down 
and you start avoiding the things on your list because there's there's just too many of them. So we don't want to overwhelm our listeners today. We want to keep it simple. Let's do this. I'm going to challenge you, Philip. Just give me three things. What would be your top three topics for your retirement planning list? And then we'll work from that for the rest of the show. All right, man. So you don't you don't you don't want me to give you the whole you know <laughs> two three pages no, I have on my do, legal pad here. We don't want to be freaking out about this. No, <laughs> that, those are that, that definitely overwhelms. I used to I used to keep checklist, um, and you know you get two three pages and it's like ah eh, forget it. So now I write down five things I need to get done today and that's it. Works much better. But uh, but hey, let's talk about three things that we need to make sure that we have buttoned down when it comes to retirement planning. Mm -hmm. And those three things are going to be income because when you retire, you lose a paycheck. Two is going to be healthcare slash long-term care because we don't know our health is not guaranteed. You can be healthy today and not tomorrow. Um, And then, uh, and then this next one's a big one for me, um, Jen. It's one of those things that really, I don't think enough people um, pay attention to, including advisors out there. And that's taxes. Oh, that's taxes. Mm -hmm. I think taxes are overlooked and we underutilize a lot of the tools that are out there that folks could be using um, going into retirement. Okay. All right. So those are some good ones that we want to put on our list. Just tell me a little bit about why this is your top three. Why did you put these topics on top of your list for planning for retirement? Well, I I think that they they go a long way to um, certainty. And folks, when they retire, they they want certainty in their life. Sure. And so, you know, income, knowing where that income is going to come from every month, having that income plan in place, well, that 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 gives you financial certainty. I, I know it's going to be there. I'm going to get it. Healthcare, that is some uncertainty, right? We, we've yep. got uncertainty there. We don't know uh, what tomorrow holds. And so we, we need to have some plan in place to deal with those healthcare issues should they arise? Maybe they don't. Maybe we we get through retirement and and the end of our life, and we don't really have any major healthcare setbacks, and and that's great. But but we need to have a plan in place in case we do. Mm-hmm. And then taxes. I believe that we are in the lowest tax brackets that you and I will ever see. Um, and so now is the time to be proactive, not reactive, when it comes to taxes. Mm-hmm. And, and I think there are some strategies out there that folks don't pay attention to that could be utilized to to put them in a better position, not necessarily today, but in 10 years mm-hmm. when I believe tax rates are going to be skyrocketing. All right. Those are some good points there. And and I guess, Philip, for, for people who are feeling overwhelmed by retirement, because, I mean, you, you're going to simplify this throughout the, the next couple segments of the show today and just focusing on these three things. A lot of people feel overwhelmed by planning for retirement. Maybe they're worried they haven't done enough to prepare for it. What do you tell those folks who are feeling overwhelmed or just concerned about their current situation? Well, I think that don't be, right? Just reach out to a professional and sit down with them and let them help you be prepared, right? I mean, that's all it is, is we've got this uncertainty about retirement because one, we've never done it before. And so talk to somebody that's walked other folks down that path of retirement to make sure that you've got all your ducks in a row and that you've got the plan in place that you need to make sure that you're going to have the retirement you, you always dreamed of. 
So that's exactly, Jen, why we created our core retirement design in order to help folks design the retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. Look, the first 30 minutes is on me. All you have to do is call, set it up at the office, and we will reach out and have a phone meeting, a Zoom meeting, whatever you want. 863-285-3815 to make sure you have all the pieces in place for that retirement. That's what our core retirement design is all about. Putting the pieces into place, helping you design that retirement so that you have that confidence to know that your retirement is what you want it to be. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And I am Jen Rezac alongside talking today about the top three items on our retirement planning checklist. And certainly income is, is one of those very important ones to think about. But Philip, when we're looking at income, how do we back up? How do we know if we've saved enough to retire that we'll we'll have enough saved to get that income from in retirement? Well, I think for us, we go, we kind of go backwards, right? I, I think that you need to know the end first, not how much do I need in my bucket. Mm-hmm. We need to know how much income are you going to need when you retire? What is it? What are we replacing? What do we need? Mm-hmm. Because then that helps us decide what we need to do. To get to that number, that gives us a number that we know you need to have to be able to retire comfortably. And so that's our starting mm-hmm. point. It's not how much do I need? It's how much are we going to need from income? Okay. And then we can work backwards to kind of get what that number looks like. Gotcha. And, and let's talk a little bit about the ways we can generate that income in retirement. Philip, tell me about some of the conversations that you have. What are some of the options for generating income out of that savings that we have? So we put together, we, I'm, I'm a big bucket guy, right? So, <laughs> so we'll have buckets of money, right? So, so typically we're going to see folks have somewhere between four and six buckets of money, right? That first bucket is going to be just savings money, right? Emergency money, in case you need it, it's there. Probably won't earn much, but, but you can put your fingers on it. Sure. The second is going to be an income bucket. And the income bucket depends on what's happening in the current economy, right? We, you know, a lot of times we'll use a conservative portfolio for our, our growth, or not our growth, but for our income bucket, right? So we'll pull income out of that on a regular basis. We'll sprinkle in usually some annuities because annuities will do two things. One, they give us some safety in, in principle. Um, if we use the index annuities that we, we like and, and think that they make the most sense. So there's no risk to our principal. And we structure those so that they come due when we need them for our income. And then the growth bucket, well, the growth bucket is going to be the growth bucket, right? It, it's going to be sitting out there in, in, in the stock market, you know, with ups and downs and ebb and flows. The other area that sometimes we'll pull income from, um, Jen, is we'll, we'll have a dividend portfolio. Um, and that dividend portfolio does a couple things for us. It creates income, but it also, at least right now under the current tax code, uh, gives us some um, favorable income because it gets taxed like more like long-term capital gains instead of ordinary income. 
So let's talk a little bit about um, how having a, a, a true retirement income plan, what you would put together for somebody's an income plan, how is that different from recognizing, Philip, I have some of these different places where my money is, and I'm just going to take withdrawals at a time that I think makes sense. Talk a little bit about the difference between what, what you would describe as a true income plan and somebody who's got a, a bunch of different things that, that, that they just want to take money out of <laughs> when they get to retirement. So here's my analysis of that, right? So, so I, I call that the income plan versus the junk drawer plan because that's what folks have, right? They have a bunch of stuff. If you open your junk, junk drawer at the house, there's a bunch of stuff in there. It's all useful, usually. You know, there's batteries, there's wrenches, there's tool, you know, there's, there's uh, screwdrivers, all stuff that you, you, you may need and they're there, but there's no plan on how they get used. And, and I call that the same thing. So people have a lot of stuff. They have a lot of products. They have mutual funds. They have annuities. Um, they, they have brokerage accounts, but they don't have a plan. And so that plan puts them all together and says, here's, their, hey, here's how they're all going to work together. Right, because we have IRA money, we have non-qualified money. What's the most tax-effective way? Well, I see so many people say, "Well, I'm just going to take it out of my IRA over here." Well, sure. maybe, just maybe, that's not the most tax-efficient way mm-hmm. for you to be taking money out. And and having that plan in place helps increase that efficiency when it comes to taxes, because most people, the majority of their money is in IRAs retirement accounts, taxable money. And so we want to sprinkle that in with non-taxable money and try to eliminate as much as we can when it comes to taxes. Mm -hmm. And folks, that's why we help create what we think is the best thing you can have when it comes to retirement. And that's an income plan. Mm -hmm. So many people do not, I mean, statistically it's out there. People do not have a retirement income plan. They may have a financial plan that they did 15, 20 years ago. Sure. It's outdated. Hmm. You know, it's not going to mm-hmm. give you what you need now when it comes to that income plan. And so putting together that income plan, really, one, it makes people think about what am I going to need? What are my true expenses that I, I need to cover? And and then when are we going to take Social Security? Because that plays into the whole role, right? I, I was meeting with a guy the other day. He's a, he's a younger younger gentleman, and he wants to retire in 10 years. So he'll be in his early 60s, and he thinks he wants to take Social Security. And, and I look, and I ran the numbers. We put together the income plan, and, and literally, Jen, if he waits until he's 67 mm-hmm. to start drawing a Social Security, even though he's taking out the money he needs from 62 to 67, he literally ends up with more money at the end of 40 years in his accounts than if he started taking it at 62. Really? So it's running those numbers and knowing what those numbers mean for you that make the difference. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's why income planning is so important, folks. That's why we developed our core retirement design to walk you through that process, to put you in a place that you can make the right choices so you have the retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. 3815, or you can go to our website at statlerfinancial.com, sign up for your 30-minute phone call. It's that simple. It's that easy, folks. Don't go into retirement without an income plan. 863-285-3815.
3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is the president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. If you have a healthy balance in your retirement accounts, great job. That's what we're all trying to do. But a healthy balance isn't an income plan. We'll get into that a little bit more on the other side of the break. Stay with us. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. It's nice when you get everything on your list in one place, isn't it? Philip Statler at Statler Financial Services agrees. That's why he offers comprehensive retirement planning all under one roof. You shouldn't have to go one place for information about tax planning, another for estate planning, and another for retirement income planning. That's why Statler Financial Services was started. Philip wanted to build a company that could help families with all aspects of their retirement. Statler Financial is more than just convenient. They're knowledgeable and experienced. To set up a meeting with Philip Statler and his team to talk about your retirement plan, all of it? Call 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Statler Financial Services, one stop for a wealth of retirement solutions. 863-285-3815. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. I want to help you understand some things. Number one, timing of your RMD, because they could potentially push you into a higher tax bracket. Imagine how fast your savings could shrink if you rack up penalties along with taking regular withdrawals and paying taxes. Welcome back to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler and co-host Jen Rezac. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rezac, happy to be here alongside Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring, talking today about some of the items that need to go on our retirement planning checklist, and income is certainly one of them. And Philip, just because you have a healthy balance in your retirement savings account doesn't mean you have an income plan like we were just talking about. You still have some work to do, and one of the things you need to think about is um, preserving your income from some of the different risks that are out there. That's an important piece of this, Philip, rather than just having your money parked in a bunch of different types of accounts. Talk a little bit about some of the risks we need to be aware of and what can we do to help preserve our income from some of those risks? Absolutely, Jen. You know, I mean, the stock market is a pool of risk assets, right? They they move up and they move down. And we saw a couple good years where they moved up nice and, and, and we've seen a year where um, they've given back mm-hmm. and nobody knows what the future holds, whether they'll be up or down over the next 12 months. Right. So we need to incorporate not just stock market investments. Now we need them. Don't sure, get me wrong. Sure. We, we got to have them. I, I see people all the time that don't have any, and that's a mistake. We, we need to have that to help, facilitate growth mm-hmm. and to help through the inflationary periods of time. Uh, but, but we need to sprinkle in some other vehicles that are going to be more principal protected where we don't have to worry about losing the money we put in there to stop market risk. Um, and for us, I mean, we'll, we'll use index annuities. We'll use life insurance. I mean, all those things come into play to help preserve the asset. And, and so 
not all annuities are equal. Not all life insurance is equal. There are certain kinds that have principal protection. There's other kinds that don't. Mm -hmm. And so you need to know the tools you're using in that toolbox to make sure you're using the right ones for the right thing at the right time. And, and that's really what we kind of specialize in is that that expectation of, okay, we're in retirement or we're getting close to retirement. How do we need to set that plan up mm-hmm. to make sure it's going to work for us in retirement? All right. That that makes sense. What about what about risks, Philip, like health care costs? I know having a plan for health care is one of those things that we want to be thinking about. We've got that on our short list here today. Health care costs are projected to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars in retirement. The the latest estimate from Fidelity says the average sixty five year old couple can expect to spend over three hundred thousand dollars throughout retirement and that doesn't even include long term care. So how do we prepare for that one? You know, it's funny. I keep looking at that number and it's in the, I think in the last three years, it's gone up $65,000. It keeps going up. Um, yeah, <laughs> it keeps going up. And, and I get it because Medicare keeps raising their premiums. Mm-hmm. Uh, Medicare supplements keep going up. Um, so, so all that gets added into that healthcare cost, right? Um, so I think this one, you need to make sure that you make the right decision when it comes to your Medicare options, mm-hmm. right? If, if you're heading into retirement, you're 65, what do I choose? You know, do I use an advantage plan? Do I get an old fashioned supplement? You know, those are questions that you really need to look carefully at and make sure that you're going to make the right choice for your health situation going forward. The other thing that you mentioned it was long-term care, right? Mm-hmm. That The numbers they talk about in the Fidelity study don't even include long-term care. Right. And we can't go into retirement without at least having some plan in place for long-term care. Now, you know, there's a lot of different options out there. We'll talk about those in a little bit, but, but, but we need to have a plan in place. And that's crucial as you head into retirement. What are some of the options? Let's go ahead and get into that. What are some of the options for addressing those long-term care costs? I know it, it's pretty different for retirees today than it was 10, 15, 20 years ago, right? It is. Uh, there, there are some more options, but let's just talk about the old, you know, the old tried and true option, right? Number one is you've got long-term care insurance. Yeah, just standalone right? long-term standalone, care policy. Okay. Long-term care, you, you go, you buy it, you pay for it. It's expensive. It's got different things. You know, back 20 years ago, you could get a policy that um, was lifetime, right? You have a lifetime benefit. Man, it is tough to find a lifetime benefit now. If you do, it's a Cadillac policy. It's it's pretty expensive, right? Right. right. And so now we're seeing times where they have a three-year or five-year benefit period for that long-term care. But it's an option, right? Mm -hmm. It's something I think everybody should at least look at to see if it makes sense for them. So the other tools that are out there is um, a a couple. One is life insurance. So there are life insurance companies that have developed life insurance contracts that will have a long-term care rider or benefit within that contract. Um, And so this is a great option if you're thinking, I'll never need it. But if I do, I've got it. If I don't, my kids will get the, the money when I pass away. Now, the, the benefit is, is it's there if you need it. The, the downside is, is if you need it, it reduces the death benefit. 
which only makes sense, right? So, so that's that's an option there. There are annuities that have long-term care riders on. They're made for long-term care. Um, same thing there. You know, if you have to use it, well, it's going to reduce the value of that annuity to your beneficiaries. So, so that's another option. Lastly, you don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Well. Because that's an option, right? right. We, we do that. I suppose, yeah. Uh, you need to understand what happens when you make that choice, right? What it puts your family through, what you have to do, you know, what it takes to qualify for Medicaid, mm-hmm. um, you know, what you have to get rid of, what you have to spend down. I mean, there's a lot of rules and regulations when it comes to that. So people need to understand what that is. Folks, if you don't know where you are when it comes to long-term care, it's just one of the areas you need to look at. Give us a call at 863-285-3815, and let's just have a discussion about that part of it. That number again, 863-285-3815. Philip, let's talk about one of the other items on our list here today, and that is taxes. Um, This seems like a pretty significant one, an important one to talk about. How often do people overlook taxes as they're planning for retirement? Seems like we think about it during tax season, but not necessarily in the context that you like to talk about it. Now you're getting to where I like to talk. That's right. So, I thought you might so like here's that. here's the deal, right? So it, it is important and it is always overlooked. And, and that's sad because I see people wasting tax brackets. And, and it's, you know, I wish I, I sometimes say, well, I wish you'd have seen me three years ago. You know, we could have wiped out that IRA and you'd have paid no money on, no taxes on it. Um, and so we still try to do that for our clients. We, we run the numbers and, and we'll sit down and we'll put together Roth conversion plans because now is the time because in 2026, taxes go up. So we've got a short window to do a lot of work in. We do have a short window to do a lot of work in, and it's getting it's getting even shorter. I was glancing at the calendar as you were saying that. <laughs> it seemed like so, uh, Philip, it wasn't all that long ago that it seemed like, oh, my goodness, it will be so far before these tax rates change, but it's just getting closer and closer and closer. And, and I just think it's so important that we recognize that. And, Philip, especially when we're having this conversation about the difference between uh, tax planning, thinking long-term ahead, thinking about when these tax rates expire versus just getting our taxes prepared every year because those are two totally different things very different things so tax preparation is just that right you take your stuff to somebody they prepare your taxes and say hey look you're getting a refund or unfortunately you owe money one or the other right um the the other case is being proactively planning doing tax planning means i'm putting out a plan for the next I don't know, three, five, sometimes we go out eight years of planning to help reduce the overall tax bill, not just to the individual, but to the individual's whole family. What does that look like? Because folks, when you retire, your biggest asset 90% of the time is your IRA. And with the, with the Secure Act 1.0, when you pass away, your kids are going to inherit it and they've got to liquidate it within 10 years. And most of the time they are in their highest earning years, meaning they're paying their highest taxes they're going to ever pay. And now they got to add more on with your IRA they just inherited. So there's some planning there. It is important. People don't pay enough attention to doing tax planning. Everybody out there wants to get your money 
invest it. They don't want to take the time to do the planning to make sure that you pay the least amount in taxes over your lifetime right. as possible. Are there some things we might consider that could help reduce the impact of, on, of taxes on our overall retirement? There, there are. I mean, especially now that they've extended that required minimum distribution to age 73, right? So it gives us a little bit more time to run Roth conversions and, and not have to take out the required minimum distribution as well because you can't roll that into the Roth. Yeah, there are some tools out there that folks need to be aware of. They can use what's called a QCD. That's a qualified charitable distribution. Um, and that saves folks a whole bunch of money. Now, there is some criteria, right? You got to be at least 70 and a half before you can use that tool. But that's a huge tool. Um, another tool is um, some charitable giving outside of the IRA. So there are tools that can be used. You need to know what they are and how best to implement them. Um, and so that's really a, a focus that we focus on now because I just feel like there is a sense of urgency given the expiration of the Trump tax law changes, um, mm -hmm. you know, at the end of 2025. So that that's 2025, that's the last year Boy. of these uh, tax brackets that we're going to see. Yeah, yeah. And it's getting so much closer. Like I said, when, when this first passed, it was the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. And it seemed like so many years until these tax rates would expire. But now, oh my goodness, it's just getting closer and closer. Philip, just real quickly, walk us through the process here as you're helping people have this conversation and, and do some of that analysis as to their situation and how do we how do we map out our path forward. Walk me through that real quickly, what this looks like. So, so our process is pretty simple, right? First, we want to have a 30-minute conversation with you, whether that's a Zoom meeting, a telephone call, a couple of reasons. One, we want to make sure you're on the right path, that we can actually help you map out the retirement you always dreamed of. Second, we're going to get together and we're going to run a couple of different things. One, we're going to look to see how much risk you have in your current portfolio. Two, we're going to run some cursory Roth conversion numbers to see what makes sense for you and how much money you could be saving your whole uh, family by doing some Roth conversions. And then thirdly, we're going to make sure you have an income plan in place to make sure that you're going to have the income that you need in retirement. 863-285-3815 or statlerfinancial.com. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll have a little bit more on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Do you have a retirement plan but would like a second opinion? Call Philip Statler today, 863-285-3815. Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. Do you actually read your financial statements or do they get tossed in a drawer and forgotten about? You could be making an expensive mistake by not taking the time to look at them. If you're paying high fees in your retirement portfolio, it could be costing you tens of thousands of dollars or more over your lifetime. Imagine the difference an extra $100,000 could make in your retirement. Statler Financial Services can help you uncover any hidden fees in your retirement accounts. Call today to schedule a time to talk about your situation. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. When you're close to retirement, every dollar matters. Would you like to know where your money is going? Find out what kind of fees you're really paying. Statler Financial Services can help. 
15. 863-285-3815. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Philip is the inaugural Highlander Award winner for Financial Representative of the Year. Check him out online at statlerfinancial.com. And of course, you can also get on social media, get on Facebook, do a search for Statler Financial Services, and they will pop right up. And uh, Philip, it's funny, you think about the world of finance, there are things that can have a positive impact on one set of people while negatively impacting somebody else at the same time. Uh, There's somebody benefiting from credit card debt, higher taxes, higher interest rates, and there's also somebody who's hurt by those things. So we're going to we're going to go through some of these areas that are both good news and bad news and how do we navigate them is what we're going to do here in this last part of the show today. I want to start with an example from the lending world and uh, Philip I thought this was an interesting headline that I found from Wall Street Journal credit card debt keeps falling. So that is good news for everybody except the lenders except for the credit card companies. <laughs> they don't like that at all, do they? They don't. You're right, right. <laughs> you know, that's that you're right. You know, it's a great that's a great example is, is that that type of thing is good news for the you know, for our population, not so good for the banks and the credit card companies. And and, and obviously that's great news. Um people are paying down their debt, which is Tremendous. I mean, it's one thing we've been looking for for a long time in this economy of ours. We look at that, but the, the companies that, that issue those cards, you know, they rely on more people using them, carrying higher and higher balances because that's where their revenue comes from, right? The, the credit card fees, the interest rates. Um, so, so this could indicate a, a coming long-term trend, if you will. Hmm. with how people are thinking about debt, which is which is good news. Yeah, yeah. That they're thinking about debt that way. However, it's bad news for those companies. Again, in 2020, credit card spending in the U.S. totaled some nearly $3.9 trillion on just general purpose and store cards, you know, and that's down 9% from 2019 spending. Huh. Now, you could say, well, is it the pandemic? Not, not necessarily, because I think more people shop from home, spend yeah. more money, <laughs> right. you know, on the pandemic. But I think they, they were, a lot of them were smart with some of their stimulus money and, and use that money to pay down debt. The question is, will that continue right. in 2021 and 2022? If it does, Jenna, I think that will be good news for, uh, for us here in the United States. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. How do you talk to clients about addressing things like that, that high interest debt before retirement? Because with debt, again, there's there's a difference between a mortgage and, and credit card debt. How do you talk to people about addressing some of that while they're still working? That's a good question, because I, I do get that question a lot. Kind of the opposite effect, right? Should I pay off my house? Mm-hmm. Um and, and I know that's not the high interest rate debt because going into retirement, I tell everybody, look, you need to be debt free except for maybe your mortgage. Okay. And if your mortgage, if you're paying three and a quarter, maybe three and a half or less, I, I wouldn't be in a hurry to pay my mortgage off because typically you're going to be able to make more money on your investments 
then three, three and a half percent. Now, if you just got it sitting at the bank, not the case. But if you truly have it invested in some kind of retirement income plan or investment plan, you should be earning on average better than three, three and a half percent. So it doesn't make sense to pay off the house. It does make a lot of sense to pay off anything else that has a higher interest rate than that three and a half percent. Okay. It just makes total sense. And and the more out of debt you are heading into retirement, the better off you're going to be, the more comfortable you're going to be uh, in that retirement lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it would be a good thing. <laughs> it seems like it would be a really good thing. Here's another one. Um, low interest rates. We hear that referred to as a double-edged sword. It's good news for borrowers if you are taking on that mortgage, if you are at a stage of life when you are borrowing money, you love low interest rates. It's bad news for savers, though, for people who are wanting to to earn something off of that in retirement. Talk about how that works. Well, you're right. I mean, so much. I mean, we're so uh, thankful right now that mortgage rates are so low and interest rates seem to be very low, on, even on car loans. And, mm-hmm. and and even, you know, credit card rates have gone down a little bit just because interest rates uh, as a factor. But it is a double-edged sword because the poor folks that are that are thinking about retirement, you know, they have their money in savings making Zero. Making nothing, right. Virtually nothing. It is nothing when you take into consideration taxes and inflation, right? (laughs) Right. So I spoke with somebody the other day and they had a CD renewing and um, they were antsy. Yeah, Phil, we need to, we got to do something. We got to do something. You know, it was a five year. We we really did well the last five years. We're getting three, three and a quarter. But the renewal rate is uh, for five years is like, I think it's going to be a half or three quarters of a percent. And that you just, you, you can't get ahead if that's all you're making on your money at the bank. And so, you know, it's good for those people that have to borrow money, but people that need to live off their interest rates, it hasn't been good for them for, it seems like forever, Jen. It's been a long time since we've seen decent interest rates. So how do you help retirees navigate those lower interest rates in retirement? When you're at that phase of life where this is affecting you, how do you help people deal with this? Well, I think that we, we look at a couple of things. One is, is that most people, they have their money at the bank because they want something safe and secure. The issue is, is that most of those type people actually need a little bit of risk in their portfolios. And they just don't realize it or they're so risk averse, they're not willing to take the chance. But it is, you know, even somebody that's 90 years old, a lot of times we'll sit down with them and and they'll have a little bit of money in the market. Not a lot, but still they need a little bit of that exposure to help keep up with inflation. So you say, Phil, but what do you do to get safety? Well, you know, there are things out there that will give you some principal protection, and give you some decent earnings over the lifetime. And we use annuities for that. Um, a lot of times, index annuities will, will give us the ability to, to know that their principal is, is protected. You know, they're not going to be affected by market risk, but yet they're going to get a better rate of return than what they're getting on their savings in the bank. 
Uh, so, so that's an area that a tool. That's one of the tools we use. Is it the only tool? No, but it, it is a tool that will get us safety and a better return than what they see at the bank, Jen. Philip, how do you help somebody create a plan where they don't outlive their money if, if they do end up living a long time? You know, it starts with finding out what they need in terms of, of monthly income. And we build that by taking what their budget is today. We apply some, some inflationary numbers. We don't know what inflation is going to be, but we, we have to plan for something. And we do, we put inflation numbers in there. It says, hey, look, we're out of inflation. We need to build this out so that, so that you get periodic raises in your income from now to age 100. Um, and so we look at putting together those buckets and, and making sure that, that we are going to put together a plan that, that is conservative enough to get you through retirement the rest of your life, but objective enough to give you enough income to live off of. So folks, listen, when you look at your retirement, a written retirement income plan is key part of that planning process. If you don't have a written retirement income plan and 90 to 95% of the folks out there don't, give us a call and let us help walk you through that process to determine what your retirement could look like given your account balances right now. Give us a call at 863 285-3815. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. You've been listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Philip. I'm Jen Rizak. Glad you spent some time with us here today. We hope you have a great week. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.